This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Okay, thank you. Oops. Hello. Well, I am a robot. <laughs> Welcome to the robot show. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Good morning and welcome uh, to our program, everybody, for Tuesday. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show mm-hmm. as we begin broadcast on July 21st. And good morning to our listeners over the radio airwaves. Uh, some people are listening to us on our mobile app, some people on Facebook uh, or elsewhere on the Internet. Across the country and around the world, thank you for joining us today for the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And we've got a lot to get to today, including a true crime report, which is coming up uh, a little bit later. July is National Hot Dog Month, so we got a segment on hot dogs. And theoretically, how many hot dogs could a person eat in 10 minutes? On 4th of July, Nathan's had its annual hot dog eating contest but now scientists have they say established the maximum number of hot dogs that any human could eat in 10 minutes what rock news on the way this morning Lisa's going to handle the rock news let's uh, find out what else we're working on as we get this day started and Joanna how about entertainment news what do we have coming up in entertainment news well bad news Hello? Hmm. Uh, are you, you on? Guys are, you guys, I can barely hear you in the background. You guys are... Why? Well, uh, I mean, I don't control your volume over here, so... Oh, no. <laughs> Hello? Oh. Oh, was it you? No. no? What about I can me? hear Lisa. Okay, I'm here. Hello? Joanna? What, what did you do, Lisa? Lisa had her mic off. I had my mic off because I sneezed and I forgot to turn right, it back on. Right. It's kind of like I had a robot voice, so Hello? I forgot. Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. Boy, oh, thank God. We were getting off to a really, really effed up Ooh, start today. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? And I kept looking at Joanna like, I was trying to comment on Buzz. Why aren't you doing it? And then I'm like, oh, it's me. Definitely was me. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I thought, boy, we're... they must be, they're chilling me out. They're icing me out. They, they must be pissed off at me for some reason. No, we were, we were just... <laughs> So glad that was fixed. We were in the dark. We were in the dark. Who the hell is pressing buttons in here? Seriously, man. Every doing that. Every day it's something different. Well, it's same here, but I'm the only one who uses this room, so that's really. Hey, by the way, do you not have air conditioning in there today? No. Yeah. Oh no. Well the air conditioning is definitely needs to be Do I have a fan going in here? Yeah. Yeah, you do. No, no, no. Where? I turned off off both of my fans. You're going to want to turn those back on because from what I just heard, you don't have air conditioning in there. But it seems like I can hear a fan. Whatever I'm hearing is from from your guys' room. Do you have a fan? No. No, it might be a computer or something, but no. Um, I was just talking to a coworker and they told me that 
the air conditioner went out again yesterday. Oh, no. And it's only not working in Buzz's studio now. Like, everyone else's studios are fine. Uh, yeah, so so <laughs> I had fans going until right before we started the show, and I can't really have them because they're too loud. I think it would be distracting. So I'll be good for a couple hours till the sun comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the sun comes up, then then it really heats up in here, uh-huh. and I'm breaking sweat by the by the end of the show. But. You guys weren't here for that day before Fourth of July. There was no air conditioning in this studio. Still, and this studio is somehow the hottest yeah. in this whole building. So Dave just had a bunch of fans going on. It did not help at all. I I, I think it was out the entire storm. week you were gone. Brandon was in there, and, and there was oh, no air yeah, conditioning for an sassy. entire week. Oh, and he was... Oh, really? uh, yeah, he had a very short fuse that week. I mean, he's got a short fuse to begin with, but... <laughs> I don't even think he has a fuse yeah, at this point. It was like a little nubbin of a fuse. <laughs> he <laughs> it's was like you light so, it, boom, it yeah. goes off. And he would just start yelling, and I'm just sitting there in your studio like, ooh, it's a bit chilly. It's a little chilly <laughs> in the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, boy, I'm going to wear a sweater tomorrow, maybe a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, talk about what we're working on today. Uh, Joanna Entertainment, what do we have coming up at Entertainment today? Buzz, the news does not get any better for our BJs at the movies. Uh, oh, no. Well, there's no place to go see a movie, so uh-huh. I don't well, know how much we worse it could get. We were anticipating to go see Tenant for our, our return back to BJs at the movies. It's been delayed again. Oh, man. Well, and that's not a surprise. Time- this time they haven't even given a date as to when it will come back to the where it will it will return to theaters. BJ's of the movies are Buzz and Joanna at the movies, and we go and watch a movie together, and it's usually a lot of fun. And how many times have we done it? Twice. 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 And did we like movies both times? Yes, we did. What did we see? Invisible Man. We before. saw Invisible Man, and then we saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I miss my BJs at the movies. Me, too. I could go for one right now, as a matter of fact, but the yeah, thi- uh, no theater ever opened, did it? Or did it for, no, for a hot no, minute? They were no going to, here. and then they didn't. Yeah, like they were supposed to open, I think, last week, and they did not. Wait, huh. is, is Flix? I thought Flix opened up, though. No. No, I, I go out to the Walmart next to Flix often enough to... Mm-hmm. to Get a visual confirmation, right. and there's no there's no cars in the parking lot. And then they just closed down my favorite theater, uh, the one that Joanna and I used to go oh, to. That was so sad. Was that the one in the mall? Yes, the bistro. Uh, but it, you mean they sh- they're shutting it down for good? Yes, for like it's good. Going away. It will not come back. I'm glad. Okay, it looks like here. I'm looking at <laughs> you the. You know why? Why? Because if you okay, it's in a mall. Right. 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 So it was very easy. You just buy something, like if I'm with my daughters, you get them something at Hot Topic, and then you stop and get candy bars and drinks and stuff. And then they started checking your bag. Oh, we need to check your bag before you go into the theater. Oh, right. It's like, I, they they this didn't is... let you take your bags in. That's right. And I think I'd gotten like Subway. <laughs> and that's when I told you, get a purse for your daughter. Yeah, Joanna and I got straight up two number one Whataburger meals <laughs> and ice cream into that theater all at once. That was great. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong because if I'm in the mood for popcorn, I'll get my popcorn there. Exactly. Fine. I still buy popcorn. Sometimes I'm not in the pop- mood, or, or I'm in the mood for Schlotzky's. Well, they don't <laughs> serve Schlotzky's. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> looking here the, though at the Flix Brew House, and yeah, they were going to mm-hmm. open uh, for Tenant. So their plan was to open up for that movie, but now it... Dang, man. 
Yeah, they've said it was... So they moved it back to August 12th. Okay. Yeah, it says here that Warner Brothers decided to delay beyond its planned August 12th No, that's date. the one that just got delayed again, yeah, the August it's, date. It's been delayed since... Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's what they're saying. They're saying they've de- they're, they've delayed it beyond the planned August, August 12th, 12th delay, uh, delayed date. Gotcha. And they Dang. said our plan was to open when new content was available to enjoy. So as you can imagine, this is frustrating for us because we're trying to survive. And that was Flicks, right? Yeah, it says we don't know details. We can share about when we think uh, there'll be a target for reopening. Um, and then they're asking people to sign a petition to Congress. Um, to, to reopen movie theaters? Yeah, because the thing is, is that okay. for them, they're saying, why are we going to open if there's no mo- new movies for you to watch? So. I think I might just go to a movie theater and watch like the original Jurassic Park or Matrix or something just to go into a theater. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Like, if they were to take a poll, like, hey, if we reopen so you could watch old movies again, you know, what movies would you want to see Yeah, on the big screen? Right. All right. Uh, Maybe Avatar, and I'll pretend it's the first time like, it came out. Because <laughs> I've never seen it. Lisa, news headlines? What do we have that we're talking about news today? Okay, so we're getting some more updates on the shooting that happened in New Jersey. They think the... Okay, I won't... Uh, here's what I heard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they had a suspect. Uh-huh. Well, that guy's dead. He is. And I guess they think he killed himself, right? Correct. So oh. this suspect, it is a uh, an attorney uh, that worked with the federal judge, and they believe that she knew him. Uh, they're trying to get more details on it, like, for instance, how he was able to get a FedEx uniform. FedEx says they're still doing their own investigation to find that out. That doesn't seem like an impossibility, you know, getting a FedEx uniform. I yeah. bet they even have Halloween costumes where you could dress up like a FedEx guy. Yeah, it probably just says, like, delivery instead of mm-hmm. FedEx on the on the sleeve or something. Or it says fed up. You yeah, know, there you go. Some kind of... Um, yeah, so they're saying that um, they went ahead, they're getting more information on that, but it looks like they do have a suspect... Um, it, they said that the father is the one who, we're getting more details on the actual incident. The father is the one who opened the door. He was shot first. Immediately afterwards was when the son was shot. And the Jeez. woman, uh, the judge, was in the basement at the time of the shooting. She was unharmed. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going to talk about the uh, situation in far south Texas in Hidalgo County. Talking about... Uh, these numbers spiking and yeah, it's a real extreme situation reportedly in the Rio Grande Valley. This would be Hidalgo County, McAllen. uh, What else is there? Harlingen, that area. Uh, So we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a few minutes. Happy National Junk Food Day, everybody. Today's National Junk Food Day. Do you consider... Is fast food junk food? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's depending on what you get. Like a candy bar is just kind of empty calories and sugar, but even if you went and got a hamburger, you could take the bun off and, you know, it's got protein, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not suggesting it's a healthy diet. It's just, does that fall under the category of junk food? I think it does, but I think mostly because it's, you know, when you get it traditionally, you get... With the soda and with fries and with the bun. Mm-hmm. They did a, a thing. Although I did get. Good morning, pan- Nico. Good morning. I got pancakes and eggs from a fast food restaurant, so I'm not sure if that's junk food. Go ahead and plug them. 
Uh, thank you, Jack in the Box. <laughs> well, you don't have to thank them unless they gave it to you, but you could pl- plug it. They're one of the places that's open at this hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we so they, appreciate those places. I don't know what plugging means. Plugging is like, you don't know. Radio jargon. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's I'm, like when we tell you, hey, plug your show. Yeah. See, no, Nico got confused. Don't forget confused. to plug your show. Yeah, don't forget well, to plug your scalp. Too. Yeah, but then yeah. why would I plug? <laughs> okay. Nico got confused because he thought you were talking about a drug dealer. Usually that's called a plug, That's too. also oh, a plug, yeah. That's also Sorry. a plug. Nico's all, we could talk about that on air? I had like, ne- I just, Thanks, I just, Ernesto. <laughs> you see Ernesto, too? <laughs> so they, they broke it down state by state. Like, what are the unique favorite junk foods of the various states? And then it, it came in... Wyoming and North Dakota, they both put sunflower seeds. Are sunflower <laughs> seeds junk no. food? No, not at all. Some of the other ones were candy bars. Okay. Cookies. Yeah. Potato yeah. chips. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, oh, in Wyoming, it's all about sunflower seeds. And in Alaska, granola bars. Oh, come on. That is not junk food. Is it? Is it good for you? Like a granola bar? Yeah. Or is it only good for you considering that it's a snack? It's got fiber. It helps keep you regular. It's the healthiest of snacks. Yeah, I want to say, if you had some potato chips next to a granola bar, probably. But it's not as good as an apple, I'll bet, though, right? Right. It just depends on, I guess, the type of granola bar, too, because there are some that are loaded with sugar. Mm -hmm. The ones that have, like, marshmallow pieces and chocolate, the ones that I usually eat. Um, Adult Swim on Cartoon Network has been around for two decades or more. Mm-hmm. Well, a woman, and I have no uh, proof that her name is Karen, but a woman has just discovered it and is outraged, hmm. outraged by what they're showing. Oh, I saw this. What? She, uh, this woman uh, found out about Adult Swim and wants to speak to <laughs> Cartoon <laughs> Network's manager. manager? No. <laughs> she tweeted, quote, Cartoon Network after hours. They throw it in your face. <laughs> they hope you aren't the kind of parents who monitor what your kids watch and do. They're busy conditioning them. What do you see here? I see witches abusing babies. This is not okay. Yeah, you're the witch who should probably have her baby in bed by the time Adult Swim's. Yeah. Hey, that's good. Uh, Adult Swim responded by tweeting (laughs) out the mature material warning that runs before literally every show that runs on Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. They show Bob's Burgers. That's like... Yeah, but the whole block is not for kids. Yeah, and Tina twerking, completely inappropriate. (laughs) That's true. They may be confused with the Toonami, which is also something on Cartoon Network, but um, it, it has some more adult-themed cartoons, but it's not specifically for adults. And did anyone let her know, hey, this has been around for a while. For a long time. But she gave a specific example, and now I kind of want to know what show did they have witches abusing babies? No, you know, have you watched Adult Swim long enough? Like, they have some transitions and, and cuts in between shows that are just weird. Yeah. They have weird transitions sometimes that just show weird imagery, that have weird words on, on the screen. Didn't Rick and Morty air on... That's where it airs, yeah. Yeah. That's why well, I never saw it on that. I only saw it on Hulu. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Lisa, why don't you give us an update on the uh, coronavirus situation, specifically in Texas, and even more specifically, the latest hotspot, which is the Rio Grande Valley. 
Yeah, this is the area that people are getting really worried about. Hidalgo County officials are now ordering residents. If they test positive for COVID, they must self-quarantine for 14 days. That's amid surging cases in the Rio Grande Valley. And as Texas is now surpassing 4,000 coronavirus-related deaths on Monday. The order went into effect yesterday. It says rule violators, they're now going to be subject to criminal prosecution or civil court proceedings. Unlikely, however, that the county has the authority to take those actions because the governor hasn't allowed local leaders to impose such restrictions in the fight against coronavirus. Um, the Hidalgo County judge says that he has little power to enforce this order, um, but he says uh, he's hoping that he's not going to need it anyways. He's hoping that people are going to voluntarily do the right thing. Yes. Uh, Is that somebody screaming? Yeah, it was a commercial that comes on. I wanted to look up the story about uh, Trump's new messaging on mask wearing. So go ahead. ahead So this is, yeah, this is interesting because they're saying that the the statewide orders override the local ones. Um, So it's keeping the municipalities from issuing these uh, their own stay at home orders or jailing rule violators. And this is something I think that a lot of counties are having an issue with. Um, One of my friends, she she got COVID because one of her coworkers went to a party and someone was there that had COVID, didn't think their symptoms were serious enough. They knew they had it. They knew they had They knew COVID. they had it. And they thought, oh, well, I don't feel so bad, so I'm going to go ahead and go to a party. Right. Hmm. And so this person has been staying home, social distancing, not going anywhere, and now got contracted it from her coworker who contracted it from this person. So I, I think that is another issue is that there are people out there who are positive and they just don't care. Because they don't think that it's as, as bad as what people are saying. Right. But that, that is like having, you know, HIV and purposely giving it to someone or not or just not caring that you give it to people well think about that guy in uh where was it uh, in california i forgot the it's in southern california but he went to he was immune compromised he went to a family gathering and one of his family members was positive for covid knew that they had it and the family member is now dead see that went to the party so it's like how do you first of all how would you feel knowing that you did that to mm-hmm. someone oh well gotta get the economy back going bro yeah. see and that's sorry, where sorry grandma yeah I mean, were, it's, it's that's very, Darwinism. You were dead weight. <laughs> it's very frustrating uh, just to see that um, in Kentucky, too. Uh, they have a story of a family of a woman and her husband. <clears throat> they refused to sign the voluntary self-quarantine agreement. So they were put under involuntary house arrest. Uh, that was a woman. She said she got a positive test. The health department asked her to sign a self-isolation and a controlled movement order. And she said no. She wouldn't sign it. And then officers from the county sheriff's department arrived at her home days later with a judge's order and an ankle bracelet. Oh, so so they did put an ankle bracelet on her. Yeah, I this- was going to say it would be very hard to enforce unless you posted a guard or had them wear an ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so she said she never refused the self-quarantine. She had an issue with the document's language. Now, her and her husband, because he also has an ankle bracelet, uh, plans to hire an attorney but the county sheriff says that this is the first time in the pandemic that his department has had to execute an isolation order on someone. Uh, the president sent out a tweet yesterday of an image of himself wearing a face mask and said, we are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China, China virus. Jeez. And many people say, "I see, I get why he says it's the China virus. 
because it's a racial slur and he likes using racial slurs. Why he feels the need to call it the invisible China virus. Nobody thinks these things are floating around and they're visible to the naked eye. Well, because he called himself a wartime president against an invisible enemy. Okay. You remember that? I I guess so. The invisible China virus just seems kind of... What's the invisible enemy? Uh... It's the Invisible Man. The tweet went on to say, Many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. Exclamation point. The image uh, shows Trump wearing a mask with the presidential seal from the one time that he did wear a mask, which was at Walter Reed uh, Army Hospital. Also, he was videotaped last night at some event. Yeah, there, there was an event, and not, not only him, but nobody was wearing a mask. Lindsey Graham was there with no masks. Uh, do li- as I say, not as I do. Uh, not but as I tweet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, again, mixed messages, and um, I don't imagine we'll see him wearing a mask the next time he goes out. But he made fun of Joe Biden in May for wearing a mask, so... It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Let's uh, get started with uh, Today in Sound Clips. (laughs) Are you okay? True crime report. (laughs) (laughs) It's against the law! It's against the law! <laughs> you knew I knew what I was no, talking about. No, we did it. <laughs> I looked at it. This is a late start. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Nope. It's against the law. Everyone, it's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. <laughs> Actual crime stories from around the world. I don't and think we should ever start a band together. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Maybe a choir. We shouldn't start. I guess a fight can break out over just about anything. Yeah. Uh, two guys got into a fight, led to a stabbing. The argument was over a power outlet. This happened in Denver. Hmm. Sunday morning, two people. So they were arguing over a plug? Two people got into an argument over a public power outlet in Denver. One guy was charging his phone at the outlet when someone else came up and said he wanted to use the outlet. (laughs) Okay. We don't know everything. This is like kindergarten. It's like, okay, well then wait your turn. We don't know how, how the argument progressed, but they did end up arguing. The guy who wanted to use the outlet pulled out a knife. And stabbed the man who was charging his phone. Man who was stabbed was rushed to the hospital and treated for serious wounds. Oh my God. It's my turn to charge. Police are trying to track down the guy who stabbed him. <laughs> I'm sorry. The stabber. Yeah. A drug smuggler was caught. And it was all thanks to the fact that somebody was a big enough fan of John Wick that they knew some of the other characters' names in the movies. Oh. John oh, Wick right. helped break up a cocaine <laughs> smuggling ring. Nice. 
Airport police in Italy intercepted a package sent from Colombia that was filled with coffee beans, one of Colombia's most famous crops. Delish. But okay. That was filled with Colombia's other most popular crop, cocaine. There was cocaine inside photos? the coffee beans. Hmm? Did you see these photos? No. no. They actually put cocaine inside of each individual bean. And Think of the time that must have taken. Let's Imagine see. that how strong that coffee is. I know, right? Someone didn't know. They go ahead and grind it up to brew it. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Each so bean had they cocaine They opened the in beans. It. They put the cocaine in the bean. That isn't even like a full bump per bean. <laughs> <laughs> but whose what? job was that? Can you imagine you're the guy who was stuffing the cocaine you gotta beans? you got to be pretty the low. The beans have like tape on the outside that looks like it's keeping the cocaine in. Oh, see, they like, should have super glued suspicious. it, like put some tiny little super glue. Yeah. If you're going to go to that trouble, go all the way. And that has to be pretty low on the drug cartel job, yeah. job responsibilities. Wow, what if it's like artisans using their handcrafted? Instead of a bean artisans counter, you're a bean tape. stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the beans were then taped back together. The tape was dark brown. And reportedly hard to spot. So it could have made it past authorities, but whoever Ooh. sent the beans from Colombia used a fake name on the return address. Uh. And the name they chose was Santino D'Antonio. <laughs> what? From John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> you recognized it as the mafia yeah. boss from John yeah. Wick Chapter 2? <laughs> yeah. Not one, not three, chapter two. That was, his, that was his favorite. Well, one of the cops in Italy must have been a pretty big John Wick fan because he recognized the name Santino D'Antonio. <laughs> then he took, took a closer look at the beans. Then he noticed the tape. Then he opened <laughs> the beans, and then there was the cocaine. So if the guy had just come up with a... John Doe. Yeah. yeah. Or his real name. Oh, okay. I think I said he used the name Santino D'Antonio yeah. for the return address. No, it was the address that it was going to. Oh, um, okay. So they, uh, after they had found this, they went ahead and delivered the package to the to the address and arrested the 50-year-old guy who came to pick it up. No word on if his name was actually Santino, Santino D'Antonio or not. They ended up finding 150 grams of cocaine inside the beans, Ugh. or just over five ounces. That's a lot of work. God, that must be a lot of tedious, very detailed... Stuffing. Yeah, just the work. And then imagine you know? when you get them, too, you have to crack them open. Right. How annoying. Well, it's yeah, but beans. at least you got something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A woman ended up shooting her boyfriend because he refused to do something with her. I'm not going to make this a Florida man game. Number one, it wasn't in Florida. Mm -hmm. What do you think the guy refused to do that his girlfriend ended up shooting him over? Um, uh, cuddle with her. Okay. Put that's, the seat down. Put the seat oh, down. That's a good All right. One. Very good. What the hell? What is that? Oh, that that. 
You know, it's a story that I had opened that, that wants to start playing all the time. <laughs> I thought it was part of the I thought that friend. was. I'm like, what was he whacking what? around? Yeah. We're all wrong. She wanted him to put it away. My bad. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, oral sex. <laughs> okay. Okay. Police are looking for a 29-year-old woman who shot her boyfriend on Saturday. Oh. Reportedly... She shot him because he refused to argue with her. <laughs> the woman's name is Genelisha Lawrence. This happened in Shreveport, Louisiana. Ms. Lawrence is a 29-year-old who was reportedly angry at her boyfriend on Saturday and wanted to fight, but he didn't want to fight, <laughs> probably because, you know, she probably knew she had a temper mm-hmm. and a gun. When he refused to argue with her, she pulled out a gun and shot him because he oh, wouldn't argue with her. See, guys, we can't win. No. It is unclear what the argument or one-sided argument was about, but by the time police arrived, she was gone. And they are looking for her. <laughs> She's like, I said, do you want to fight me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that reference. You wouldn't. No. I don't either. It just sounded funny the way she said it. <laughs> Well, you you probably want to you probably want to find out how badly hurt the boyfriend was. She shot him and then booked it. Yeah. Paramedics rushed the boyfriend to the hospital. (laughs) The latest we heard was that he was still in critical condition, so hopefully he pulls through. Uh, Cops think Jenalisha might be headed to Dallas because that's where she's from, and she is facing charges for attempted second degree murder. Boy, you would normally think, oh, okay, somebody wants to fight, just refuse to fight. Yeah, they'll they'll solve the problem. Nope, I guess you shot. Mm-mm. And finally, one uh, more story of the true crime report. A woman in Florida was being processed into the county jail. 34-year-old woman, name not given, from Fort Pierce, Florida, was arrested last month for a DUI. When the police took her into jail, uh, a police x-ray, the police report says that an x-ray they did showed a foreign object in her groin area. And it turned out it wasn't in her groin. The x-ray turned out that it showed a crack pipe that was in her. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to use the language in the police report, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking that's probably the same. The crack pipe was in her According to the report, rectal tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's like a major infrastructure project. She told police <laughs> she was not. <laughs> she was not trying to smuggle contraband into the prison. Oh, no, that's just where I, I keep it. Forgot that was there. That's what she said. She said she had put it up there, and she's not Just sure how long ago, and had forgotten oh, that it was up there. How long ago? It's past six expiration date. So she was hit with additional charges for possession of drug paraphernalia. Aren't they like glass? They could be. Don't you need to go to the bathroom? We talked about this last time. Remember, could be metal. We had to look up crack pipes the other day, and there were some that were metal, and then other ones were glass. Because they're how many people are are putting crack pipes hidden in places? Oh my gosh, so many. So yeah. That's where you put it. There's probably millions of people. That's where it's placed. That's where I like to keep it. You don't call it the prison wallet for nothing. Oh. (laughs) 
Well, she was also hit with charges for in- introduction of contraband introduction. into a detention facility. Hard detention facility. Well, why do you think they call it a crack pipe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that's our true crime report for today. Mm. Uh-uh. Bad idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's against the law. It's against the law. Everybody, Lisa. It's against the law. It's against the law. Against the law. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Today at 5 p.m. Eastern, I guess they've got a, a scheduled uh, White House briefing. But a coronavirus briefing, I believe. Is it going to be all about the coronavirus? Also, are there going to be any health experts there? Is Dr. Fauci going to be there? I think it's still uncertain uh, who's going to be there. They have not planned whether or not there's going to be any health officials yet. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. Like, uh, I was just reading Fauci and Dr. Birx do not know as of now whether they're going to be there. Well, they haven't been told. They haven't been told. Whether they're going to be there. Okay, well... This will be the first uh, briefing that we've had since, I want to say, May, when they stopped doing them. Mm-hmm. They stopped doing them right after the time when when the president wondered aloud about injecting disinfectant into the human body. B- by the way, because I know as soon as I say that, there are some people, he never said that. He never said that. So I have to play the actual thing. Is like, yeah, he did say that. So it was after that uh, that they just quit having those briefings, and they're coming back today, but who's going to be part of it, what form it's going to take, and how good or bad the information is going to be remains to be seen. Will the president show up wearing his mask since he tweeted yesterday in in support of masks, right? Have you... Have you seen the video of the retired Navy veteran who went to the protest in Portland? Mm-mm. I have not. Well, they're they're certainly talking about it a lot. So, uh, 53-year-old. By the way, this guy's the same age as me. He looks like he could be my dad. Yeah. Seriously, right? <laughs> Earlier, Buzz was like, man, this old this dude, dude is the same age as me. And I was like, you, you don't think you look old like him? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, you, I'll be you, the judge of that. So there's a lot of the people video. talking about... He, he's got like gray balding hair. Buzz has a very full head of hair. Well, he might dye it. We don't know. <laughs> so so here's here's the image. Uh, Lisa, have you seen this yet? So, uh, so a I, lot of people are talking about it. I so I thought, not. I thought you were you. talking about the naked protester. I'm sorry? I thought you were talking about the naked protester. That's a lady though, right? Yeah, that's why I was confused at first. I was like, she's 53? Great body. Mm-hmm.
So Damn, I don't know what if he's. A bad I, I, you should you should see Lisa's eyes right now. Because he's like not even flinching. Yeah, he's just standing. Like he's not doing anything to them. Kind of reminds me of the videos where they like try to taser someone on meth and they don't even yeah. flinch. But this guy's not on meth. Because. No, they pepper sprayed him. Then they pepper sprayed him. That did the trick. But when that guy is sitting there just taking swings at him and he doesn't even budge, it really makes that person in the riot gear look pretty terrible. Yeah. It's because he's one of those Antifas. He's not. <laughs> one of those old people Antifas. He, he said he's never been to a protest before. <laughs> that the only reason that he had showed up to that was because he had seen uh, federal agents, uh, you know, uh, in unmarked, in unmarked vehicles, getting out and arresting yeah. protesters, and he thought it was—he just wanted to ask that question: Are you? He—he he thought there might be some former military members, right? And he was thinking, well, maybe we could have a conversation a because mm-hmm. I'm retired military, and they—they might be retired. And military. he wore a navy shirt specifically to uh, identify himself, mm-hmm. but they still wail on him. Wow. I mean I I'm in favor of people's right to protest, but I'm I'm looking at all the graffiti and all the I mean that that can't go on like that. I mean, yeah, maybe a little graffiti is not great, but do you think some, more than a little graffiti? Okay, but does that also, even, you know, there those are buildings where where people would like to go. I was going to say, I, I wonder how the business owners in that area feel. Like if you own, let's say, a well, sandwich I think centered, shop. I think it's yeah, right. They, those could be there. I think it's centered on like. City Hall or, uh, you know, the town. It's a federal courthouse. It's a federal, federal courthouse. Yeah. But sure, there are all kinds of people there. There could that be franchises. Yeah, yeah, but is this really making it better? It, are having federal marshals coming and rounding people up? And last night there were 2,000 protesters. So it's not like it's making it any better. There are 2,000 protesters that pushed back uh, federal agents into the courthouse and broke down the doors to the courthouse. Okay, so uh, yeah, this guy got wailed on, and it. Did, I mean, he he was the the definition of just like a non-aggressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he was very passive. I'm not gonna lie though, if I hit him once with that baton and he didn't even flinch, I'd be like, oh my gosh, he's on PCP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, he's on drugs. He's on drugs. That's angel dust strength. <laughs> that is insane. Uh, by the way, what's going on in Portland helps Trump. I mean, all the images uh, of this out as the as the election is looming, there there are a couple of things that I can identify that would absolutely turn things around for Trump if there was a sudden decrease in coronavirus, you know, if it actually did go away. Or 
the other thing is uh, these images of unrest in cities. Well, if this definitely plays to his narrative. If this keeps going and gets just, if the protests keep getting bigger and bigger, you don't think that's a downside for him? No, because you've got 2,000 people here, but you've got 200 million people watching it happen. Yeah. And a lot of those people are in rural areas. And they look out their door and don't, don't see this. What they see is lawlessness. Lawlessness. lawlessness yeah. And they see Trump saying, well, these are all Democratic cities. And if we elect a Democrat, this is going to happen in your town, which only oh, has 300 that's, people. That's the commercial that's playing right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. That's the one that he's putting up. A, this is Biden's America. No, bro. That was last week in your America. I, I, I'm telling you, uh, Trump and his enablers uh, in government, when when they see that the pro, this is still going on in Portland, they, they are full of glee. Well, Lisa's Lisa making a good point, though. This is all happening under his presidency. So it's not like you can... You can say the future is going to look like this. It, the, the, present not, looks the present looks like, looks this. like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, but look, I come from a small community, uh, almost like a rural background, but there are millions and millions of Americans who see this, and, and what they see is that's what it's like in the city when you let minorities get out of control. that I'm, I'm not saying that that's what I believe. I'm saying mm-hmm. that that is a common narrative yep. that a lot of people who have decided we need somebody like Donald Trump to, yeah. to protect our town because they're going to come here next. Yeah. It's like you live in a town with under 3,000 people. Who, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm just telling you that in the long run, as far as the presidential race, which is not all that matters here, this helps uh, the man in office mm-hmm. right now. All right, Lisa, what else? Oh, 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 we're still doing news. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, you said you had some more about uh, masking. <laughs> you took over. I thought we were done with news. I was like, oh, we out now. Uh, okay, so the nation's largest retailers, they are now requiring what some cities and states won't, the use of public masks. Publix, the grocery store, they're going to require all customers to wear masks in their stores beginning on Tuesday, joining a growing list of businesses. Um, Gap brand stores like Gap, Banana Republic, and Old Navy, Old Navy, they're going to need uh, the face mask as well. They say starting August 1st, all of their U.S. stores also includes Janie and Jack, Athletica, and Intermix. They're going to require shoppers to wear face masks. Employees are already required to wear them. Only small children and those who have an underlying medical condition will be exempt. Um, also, they're saying that there is one store, or two stores actually, to be exact, that you do not have to wear masks on. And they kind of changed this and really didn't tell anybody about it. That would be Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. Mm. Yes. They both fall under the Dollar Tree Incorporated umbrella, and they have reverse course on their own mask mandate. Uh, just eight days after their July 8th mask requirement went into effect, the company apparently quietly backtracked via an update on their website that was that wasn't publicized. They, the now policy says they request masks to be worn in those places, but they are not where but they are not required by state or local law. Uh, employees, though, they say will continue to wear masks. Other stores, including yes. So, what's the difference between uh, requested and required? You think? Uh, they can tell you to leave if you don't wear a mask. Okay. And if you're requesting it, like, please wear a mask. No. Okay, thanks. Okay. Come on in. 
Have a nice day. Do you think it's fair that if you just forget your mask and then you go inside and you're already at the, the, the checkout line, they tell you, no, we can't help you unless you go get your mask? Do you think that's uh, fair? You know what? I have never gotten that far in without being asked to. I, I've been in the parking lot and realized I forgot a mask. Yeah. No, I've been inside and forgot. And? And, the, and yeah, they said, no, you have to go back and, huh. and I did. And I thought that was fine. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, think a, it's, I think it's fair to make that request. Yeah, yeah, I think sure. I think it's fine. And then but I there mean, was somebody in front of me that was that was getting really into it with the with the cashier. I just I don't get that. Like it's just put the mask on. Why is it that much of a of a hassle? He was like, I'm already here. I'm 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 at the checkout line. Like I'm sorry, I forgot. And they're like, sorry, can't help you. One one thing I saw is that people are they'll wear a mask, but they'll they'll cut a hole in it. Mm-hmm. Like, so they can breathe better through it. And it's like, uh, okay, well, Wait, obviously. They... What website did you get that from? The, no, there's a, oh, there's an advertisement on my computer screen. For a mask with a hole in it. No, it's not. Is it's, it from Adam or for No, no, no. Zipper? It's Have a scarf. That? No, it's like a piece of scarf or like, like a, it's a see-through material. It's completely. Oh, the one that looks tool. like gauze that you can see through. Yeah, it's, it's like, tool. Well, technic tool. It's a type of like a ballerina tutu skirt is called tool. It's made out of tool. That's oh. the name of the oh, okay. the fabric. Okay. But yeah, it's just a, a, a like a thin piece of tool over the mouth. Look, if if you put a hole in your mask, it's not doing the job, and it makes you a mask hole. You don't want to be a mask. <laughs> yeah. hole. Listen, if you if you're gonna wear a mask, don't don't try and cheat it. That's just what a mask hole yeah. would do. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I right, had a couple of work notes. Um, a bus boy didn't want to go to work, so he faked like he had COVID nineteen, and then the restaurant had to shut down for two days, and you know everybody was out of work, and mm-hmm. and the the manager. I don't know if this is the manager or the owner, but the boss is really understanding. It almost sounds like he's not going to fire the kid. I don't know if that's the case, but. He had a friend pretend to be his dad to call and say, yeah, he can't come in because he's got COVID-19. The restaurant had to shut down for two days, laying off everybody who worked there and losing thousands of dollars. Somebody asked bosses to name the craziest reasons they've rejected somebody for a job. And some of the highlights include a guy who started bleeding because he forgot to take the pins out of a new dress shirt. (laughs) That's a Saturday Night Live skit there. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's like (laughs) there's just like little 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 spots of blood all over the place. Every time you move. Uh, Let me give you some more of the examples. A guy applying for a restaurant job showed up with no shirt or no sho- or shoes on. <laughs> I think that might be a case where there sometimes there are people that are required to look for a job, but they don't want to get the job, so they just show up intentionally in a way that they know there's no way they're going to get offered the job. But it's some kind of requirement that they that they go out and interview for the mm-hmm. job. Um. A woman asked, does this place have a policy on drugs? Because I like to have fun on the weekend. <laughs> oh. All right. You know, at least she was being honest, though. <laughs> I mean, conceivably, there'd be places where you'd say that and they'd, yeah. they'd say, well, your time is your time. You're hired. A guy's cover letter was just a blank page with the words cover letter on it. 
I thought it was like a cover for your letter. Just, <laughs> just like a protective barrier a protect, in case you yeah. drop some soup on there or something. Uh, this is one woman. It turned out that a woman applying for a job had dated one of the interviewers and had ghosted them. Ooh. Then on her way out, she stole a laptop. <laughs> well, I'm not getting this job. Fine. I'm getting this laptop. One guy uh, didn't get the job. His resume said that he spoke French. But when he was asked about it in the interview, he said he could only speak it when he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I'm coming to work. A woman had an interview. She applied to be a police dispatcher. But she also had an outstanding warrant. So instead of getting the job, <gasps> she got arrested. So just a few of the ways that people have... Gotten rejected at a job interview. Here are a few more. Did you record me making this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Not... <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a pretty long intro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Is it over? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Lisa's intro for sports. Brandon's on vacation. I don't feel like doing it. Nico's not qualified uh, for a lot so of things. Let Lisa do it. Yeah. Tight. What's up, Lisa? Go sports. Okay, so uh, the NFL's Players Association, they wanted no preseason games, while the NFL wanted two, and now it looks like the Players Association is going to get their way. Executive Director of the Players Association explained on Friday, saying it made no sense to ask players to risk their health and safety for one meaningless game. Players would have to fly all over the country, engage with other teams to work, which doesn't increase the likelihood of starting and finishing the season on time. Hmm. MetLife Stadium, home of the New York Giants and New York Jets, they are telling both teams they can play the season there, but fans won't be in attendance. Stadium is located in New Jersey, where there is a statewide limit on outdoor gatherings to 500 people, a little smaller than the stadium's 82,000 capacity. Teams also announced their training camps and practices. They will not be open to the public in 2020, and they're urging fans to take necessary precautions that are recommended by health officials to stay safe. 
We've got some good news, though, when it comes to the bubble, uh, the NBA bubble. Test results released by the NBA and the National Basketball Players Association yesterday. They came out with the percentage of players in the bubble that have tested positive for coronavirus. Since July 13th, out of the 346 players in the bubble... Not sing, not a single one has Yay. tested positive. So right. I mean, it looks. It's a positive sign. Good that job, is a, NBA. That is a positive sign, and kind of says something because people were saying, weren't they afraid they were going to start sneaking people in mm-hmm. to the bubble and things like mm-hmm. that? Uh, it looks like they're not going to be doing that. Also, uh, I saw this on Twitter. People are saying that it looks like NBA 2K in real life because of the way the barbershop in the NBA bubble looks like. It looks exactly like the one in the video game. So people were saying the NBA 2K is coming to real life. They have a barbershop in an, in a video game of basketball? Yeah. Yeah, you, you can get your hair done differently. You can get your hair done differently. So you can customize. Right. Yeah. But you can't just do that as like when you're setting up your character. You actually have to go into a... Well, sometimes you need a little upkeep, you know? barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can change your hair up if you want. But yeah. They also have a gym where you can just work out in the game. Uh, oh, no. No. <laughs> That's not true, is it? Uh, it's they have some weird stuff. Yeah, the barber shop. They said it looks exactly like the one in, uh, like the video game 2K. Um, is it like Grand Theft Auto? Can you hook yeah. up with groupies and stuff? Yeah, they're also <laughs> prostitutes. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Never played the game, but uh, the barber shop does look adorable that they built. <laughs> All right, uh, WWE legend Ric Flair. He has inf- he has informed the media that his wife Wendy Barlow has now tested positive for coronavirus. 71-year-old former world champion is retired from in-ring action, but he's been an active participant at the Performance Center for television tapings uh, during the summer. He said he does not have the virus right now, but he said my wife does. He said, we live in a 5,000-square-foot home, so I live in the basement, and she gets upstairs and the third floor, um, and she's sick. Uh, The Nature Boy is considered high-risk because of his age and also his medical history. He nearly lost his life in the summer of 2017, Uh, While the WWE has continued the promotion's weekly televised shows during the pandemic, companies reportedly had to alter their taping schedules on multiple occasions due to positive test results among their personnel. Do you know what Ric Flair calls the the COVID-19? No, can't imagine. The Wuhan flu. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, I knew some variation of it was going to come. Yeah. All right, Texas Longhorns, they're preparing for a college football season that will include fans attending home games. So this was after reports yesterday that the Texas athletic director emailed season ticket holders and said that the stadium may be filled up to 50% capacity for games. And Do you know what we call 50% capacity at a minor game? Jeez, what? Uh, what? Uh, something that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty packed night. Uh, yeah, in early June, the governor a record. <laughs> in June, the governor boosted stadium capacity for sporting events held in the state to 50 percent, despite the rise in coronavirus cases in the Lone Star State. Currently, Texas is scheduled to host South Florida on September 5th, but the Big 12 could follow organizations such as the Big 10, Pac-12, and Big East and shift to a conference-only schedule by the end of the month. As For now, though, Texas is expecting a full schedule for half their fans to now watch. And finally, after an off-season marked by debate over COVID-19 and the pandemic, uh, it looks like we are getting ready and for some games to start. And one of those games is going to be happening is baseball. Two days, right? Yeah. Thursday is the beginning of uh, the re- the resumption of the of Major League Baseball, I guess. Well, and who would be better to throw out the first pitch for a game than someone who is a massive 
fan of the Washington Nationals. They said they are thrilled to announce that Dr. Anthony Fauci. Direct- oh, look. Have you seen his little Washington Nationals face mask that Dr. Fauci it's wears? It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. He is oh, a huge wow. fan. And they said that he's accepted their invitation to throw out the ceremonial first pitch on opening day on July 23rd. That's awesome. They, they say he has been a true champion for the country during the pandemic. And so it's only fitting that we honor him as we kick off the 2020 season and defend our World Series championship title. Are there going to be fans at the baseball games? I do not know for the Washington See, I don't know if game. it's a great message. It's like, you know, we're only going to have essential personnel. The person who throws out the ceremonial first pitch is like the least essential person <laughs> that's, in this situation. That's on the field. He's the most essential because they can ask for recommendations. Maybe that's yeah, right. why they have him there. They're like, hey, we need you here as an expert. Can you look at this mole? Yeah. Can you look at this over here? Do you think this is good for a sanitation reason? Well, what about the, are they still televising the games? Uh, yes, I believe so. So it's just as important to have the... They usually don't show that on TV. Oh, they're going to this time? Yeah, probably. Lisa, I'm. this is utterly sincere. You did a great job. Yeah. You took it very seriously. Very. Yay, sports. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Go sports, go! Can you please so tell at the haters in the chat that I did not play that? They're like, I hate the song Lisa played. I didn't play that. No, she only sang it. <laughs> <laughs> he starts it over. <laughs> People yes. really hate this. <laughs> it's great. Right? Get it I in. Love it. Yes. That's yeah! <laughs> this is or me. Whatever. This or is whatever. me watching sports. I'm like, what do they do? They switch goals? <laughs> I think you would relate to uh, the band that actually did this. They're called Garfunkel and Oats. Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? I prefer all hall, no oats, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> they, they used to have a show that was on IFC. That was like a thirty-minute sitcom. It was pretty funny, but well, uh, they do, they they do some hilarious songs. What are the names of the the people in it? Kate McCucci. Kate McCucci. And oh. Kate McCucci was in Scrubs. If anybody watched it, she was Ted's girlfriend at the end. And the other one, her uh, I can't remember hilarious. her first name or her last name is Lindholm, mm-hmm. but she's been in a lot of stuff. What was the girl's name again? Kate McCucci. Kate McCucci. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you like? Wait, you find something you, funny you, about Macucci? <laughs> like, are you guys? A, are is you guys it the word Macucci? <laughs> are you guys fans of Macucci? You know I her mom's name was Macucci somewhere. You know, you know what her mom's name was, don't what you? What was that? Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Macucci. <laughs> this <is> great. Guess <laughs> sports. On their, they make fun of the, they make fun of her name being Makuchi on the Quite show all the, yeah. all the time. So. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> uh, so we're not the only ones. Uh, we're gonna have entertainment news coming oh, up. Oh right, uh, girl! I've done three news breaks. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm I got a, the board. I got a two part question. <laughs> Do you have any idea who Chuck Woolery is? Um. Yeah. Didn't he host uh, the, the uh, oh. Wheel, Wheel of Fortune? 
Idiot. Yeah. Dating game. The dating game. Oh, wait. I've heard of this. And yeah. I've heard all of the cheese may. Is he yeah, still yeah. off social media? Yeah. Delete <laughs> it the, the Twitter. We, uh, yeah. Everything is a lie. We didn't talk about this because, you know. I forgot to tell you last Chuck week. Woolery. You talked about it a little bit last week, but you did. I you didn't get the update. And I was so excited to tell you, and I forgot. Uh, he also hosted Love Connection. We'll be back in two and two. That used to be kind of like his thing going into commercial breaks. We'll be back in two and two. Look like you're throwing deuces. Uh, that's exactly what he was doing. Uh, so Chuck Woolery is is still alive and on Twitter, and uh, he suddenly became relevant because the president of the United States mm-hmm. retweeted him last week. Uh, Chuck Woolery tweeted, the most outrageous lies are the ones about COVID-19. Everyone is lying. The CDC, media, Democrats, our doctors, not all, but most, that we are told to trust. I think it's all about the election and keeping the economy from coming back, which is about the election. I'm sick of it. So, uh, yeah, Chuck is like a like an old boomer. And I think most people probably ignore him, but it earned him a retweet from President Trump. On Monday of last week, I think. Chuck Woolery uh, walked it back saying, quote, to further clarify and add perspective, COVID-19 is real and it is here. My son tested positive for the virus and I feel for those suffering and especially for those who have lost loved ones. And then later last week, he uh, his Twitter account no longer exists. But maybe it'll be back in two and two. <laughs> there you go. Full circle. <laughs> All right, uh, Joanna, that was kind of an entertainment story. Do you want to just take that as a sign? <laughs> okay. Entertainment. entertainment Let's hear is. about movies. Yeah, you got a good one for that? And all kinds of stuff. I watched a TV show. Nico recommended. Oh. It was called Cursed. I didn't love it. What is Cursed? God, I hate watching stuff with him now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like fairies and, you know, no, it's like oh, fate. The, okay. It's King Arthur. Okay? If you've ever liked the stories of King Arthur. I did not. Well, you have a sad childhood then because that is the most amazing stories you can ever <laughs> read. And uh, it's a good show. At this point, I feel like anything you recommend to Buzz, he's going to hate it just because you're like recommending it. You know, the worst part, too, is that from the second he starts watching, he will just crap all over it. I can tell <laughs> like, right away. It's like everything he says about it is just Listen negative. Listen to the frustration like, in we're, Watching, don't look believable. We're watching this, a fantasy show. This universe doesn't look lived in. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> Something that's made up. It's, it's a fantasy world. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, this doesn't look historically accurate. I'm like, this is, has fairies in it. There's no way that this is accurate. Buzz was there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just get into the story. Watch. <laughs> well, bad news for BJ's at the movies, Buzz. Warner uh, Brothers announced... No, no BJ's at the movies no anytime BJ's soon? No BJ's at the movies. Although we did hear there's one movie theater in town that's open, Buzz. Oh, which one? Oh, Probably, right. I bet it's passive. It yep, is. It, it is. is, yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers go. announced that the August 12th release of Tenet has been delayed yet again as Hollywood grapples with a new normal brought on by the pandemic. The $200 million temple is no longer expected to get a conventional release and is likely to open first in overseas markets. This is the third time that Tenet has been moved. Its orig- original launching pad was July 17th, followed by July 31st, then August 12th. Uh, no word yet on when they'll be doing it again. Uh, I'm opening my I'm opening 
my Fandango app for the first time in like five months. Mm-hmm. 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 Kind of rusty here. <laughs> yeah, well, what might does have this put, button do? I might have to spray some WD-40 on it. <laughs> it remains to be seen whether Disney will also push back Mulan again. As of now, that what? movie is set for August 21st. It's- Stop it. It's done. Just give it to me now. Just put it on Disney Plus. Just put already. it on Disney Plus. I'll pay oh. for it. Do you want to hear what's showing it at Bassett? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Relic. Oh, I want to see that. The Outpost. I don't know what that is. Followed. Nope. No. Trolls World Tour. Yes. <laughs> Down. Although that came out in video on demand. Before. Yeah, it did. And it broke records. Bloodshot. Oh, that's the Vin Diesel one, isn't it? It's like a comic book. Yep. Oh, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, no, uh, that's right. old. It's showing at Bassett. Interstellar. <laughs> okay, so they're Raiders just of the Lost Ark. They're also just showing well, Raiders is super old. And The Hunt, which was the controversial movie that was going to come out in 2019 about these liberal elites who hunt down like red state Trump supporters. It was great. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Yeah. I got it on, what's it called when you buy a movie on your TV? <laughs> on demand? On demand. Mm-hmm. Or in demand. On. On demand. It was great. It was really super gory. It don't was, laugh at him, Nico. That's why he shoots down jo- every jo- show. No, it was super top. Why don't you come over and start watching movies with him? At the, then we can, can do, do BJ's at the movie BJ's at home. BJ's at the home. BJ's, BJ's at, home. at, at Buzz's house. Home. Yeah. That's a good idea. That'd be the fir- <laughs> first one in a long time. You know what you should get him to get is like that? one of those projectors for the backyard, oh, so you could be yeah, in the Buzz. pool. You could be like having Do that. A- <gasps> you could have a Jaws pool party. So like you watch oh, Jaws yeah. while you guys are in the pool. I don't want to be in the pool for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a beach entrance? Yeah, mm-hmm. So just lay in the beach entrance, act like a beached whale, and just <laughs> <laughs> hang out in the beach entrance part. It doesn't matter what part of the pool I'm in. I still get pruny after a while. <laughs> He's all, then only half of me gets pruny. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see Buzz just floating in the pool like uh, with water in his mouth, and he just spits it right out like a whale, like <laughs> blowing his blowhole. <laughs> Disney World visitors will no longer be able to eat or drink while walking, according to the theme park's updated face mask policy. Since the park reopened on July 11th, visitors have been required to wear a face mask at all times, except while eating or swimming. According to the policy, which has been updated since the park reopened, visitors must be stationary while eating or drinking. Yeah, you just get a churro and walk around with it all day long and mm-hmm. you don't that have to put like a mask on. That is like my favorite thing to do at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. They're like, people were just holding a drink and they're like, well, I have a water in my hand. I'm drinking it. You just don't see it at the second. And so they're like, well, screw you then. So they can't do that anymore. And finally, uh, the Kanye West show is happening uh, Kanye West appeared to be having a very public meltdown on Twitter. It appeared to kick off with a single post without comment of Michael Jackson's music video to Black or White. From that point forward, Kanye fired away with family members among the targets, including Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner. In one tweet, he said, I put my life on God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy, and that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. That North's mom would, <laughs> North's mom would never photograph their toddler doing Playboy? So Is that what he said? In the very early seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian poses for Playboy. 
And her mother is her manager as well. She's a momager. And she's in the back taking pictures of Kim while she's being photographed. And she's telling her, you're doing great, sweetie. Mm -hmm. And that's where the meme comes from, Buzz. You know, she did a porno, right? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think she had, Playboy does I think she had sex and then somebody videotaped it and then it became one, right? It's not like she got paid for it. Did she? Not in the I, beginning. I'm about 60 Well, no, she did afterwards because she sued because it, they weren't supposed to, like, it was a pers- private yeah. tape. But then, yeah, no, she totally got paid for it. But then she was like, give me money for it. And another tweet, he says, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like in the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. And he also continued saying, everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. No, they wanted to put somebody's brain in another, uh, in, a, in a healthier body. They uh-huh. would never want to do that with with Kanye's, <laughs> Kanye's brain. brain. Like yeah. replace his brain with an elderly white person. Oh my God, that's why that's why Kanye went MAGA. <laughs> I figured it out finally. But Kim is also reportedly furious that he talked about uh, her wanting to get an abortion when, when she was pregnant with North. Yeah, believe it or not, the joke about AIDS is not the controversial part nope. of this of this 30-second clip. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Right, we're into the fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Tonight on Loudwire Nights, uh, we celebrate the release of one of the greatest rock albums ever. Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction came out on this date 33 years ago, 1987. And Tony is going to have some tributes and some tracks off of that fantastic album. So you're going to hear a lot of a lot of GNR tonight. You're going to hear Metallica with Mission Metallica at 10 o'clock. And you tune in every weeknight starting at 7 for Loudwire Nights right here on 95.5 KLAQ. Like the first three tracks on Appetite for Destruction was mega hit, mega hit, mega hit. And then, you know what, I even throw track number four in there. was pretty big, uh, you know, the whole album is great so this this is track one off of appetite for destruction all right track two all right and then track three the the three lead-off songs on this album are just rock classics mm-hmm. oh yeah i've heard this Okay. Yeah, you've heard it. Great. Good for you, buddy. See, I think the referee whistle is a very underused instrument in rock music. (laughs) More whistle. You're going to want more referee whistle. You're going to want more referee whistle. I've got a fever. And it's a fever for more referee, referee whistle. <laughs> then it, I'll even include track number four, which is Mr. Brownstone, as you know, a great, cla- a great rock tune. Oh, I have not heard this one. Sure, you have. Stop, Brownstone. Nope.
was a real eye opener in 87, you know, because a lot of the, you know, it was the height of 80s music and, and the rock was pretty, you know, hair bandy. Oh, okay. And I guess you would count Guns Guns N' Roses, I guess you could think of as, I mean, they had hair <laughs> for sure, but it was just, you know, oh man, that's that's some great rock. Uh, you can listen in tonight as we celebrate the 33rd anniversary of Appetite for Destruction on Loudwire Nights. Okay, let's get a look at what's going. I sh- I, I haven't gotten any. Uh, I haven't gotten the daily email from the city about uh, figures and uh, COVID cases and you know any report or update. They that is usually uh, download or sent by this time. So I, I don't know what the holdup is today. Uh, let me see what else is going on in the news. I uh, talked about junk food day. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> What's your favorite junk food, Buzz? I just I love all of it so much. I mean, I think your left leg is half pizza. Pizza's good. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> I love KFC. Tacos. I mean. Right? Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tacos are junk food, aren't they? Yeah. They're also I, the staple of many people. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is good news from the medical front. The I'm reading a lot of reports here that that say the vaccine developed at Oxford seems to be working. So they're cranking out doses as fast as they can. Also, there's a new inhalable protein treatment that could cut the risk of going on a ventilator by 79%. So that would be huge uh, if that panned out and they could cut down the number of people who have to get on a ventilator because there there are either aren't enough ventilators or they have to have one ventilator, two people hooked up to one ventilator mm-hmm. in some of the real trouble spots. And since we're talking about good news, researchers at Kansas State confirmed the virus cannot spread through mosquitoes. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. To, that's really good to know. Yeah, right. That's the last thing we need is like another way to get the virus. Right. I didn't hear that it could be. I didn't hear anybody say it could be transmitted by mosquitoes, but it was good to hear that it can. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got left off the email chain today because Kevin says you, they got it uh, about an hour ago. Um, Three deaths reported in El Paso, bringing the total number of deaths in El Paso to 187. Not even like two hours ago. It was out early today. Uh, All pay. Maybe I. Maybe it came out so early that I that I missed it. Came out at like 7:30. All uh, three patients had underlying health conditions, and all three fatalities were men. One was a male in his 70s. Another a male in his 60s. And this is, uh, you know. This is a wake-up call here for people who say, well, if you're young, you don't have to worry about dying from COVID-19. One of the one of the deaths was a male in his 30s. So when they send out these reports, they'll say they had underlying medical conditions, but because of patient privacy, they won't say what, exactly? what the underlying medical condition was. I, that might be the youngest person uh, to pass away then. There was a nurse, a local nurse who... Might have. She was very young, mm-hmm. you know. So she was either in her thirties or in her twenties. Uh, 
The city uh, information today says they're reporting 270 new, 272 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the total in El Paso to twelve to over 12,000. We're at 12,041. So I don't think we're to the point where you would consider El Paso a hot spot, but it doesn't seem to me like those numbers are are going down any either. Uh, So some good news out there from the science front as we battle COVID-19. Well, it turns out that one out of five men say that they are turned on by the voice of their Alexa. (laughs) An An adult toy company called WeVive claims that they polled 1,000 men. Wow, this number is not is not one out of five at all. It's much lower than that. 14% say that they are turned on by Alexa's voice. Is It says it's close to one in seven. Could that be the case? Uh, no, that doesn't sound right. I don't really find Alexa attractive, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that number. Anymore. How about, how about... Uh, what if she has a British accent like Buzz has it said on? That's Siri. That's not even oh, Alexa. Not Alexa. And they, I, they, I, it doesn't say how many people is like, oh, I don't find Alexa sexy, but Siri, I did that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have pulled other voices? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Don't they also have Y'all an Australian Tom Tom Siri? Too? Yeah, they have like an Australian and English... Oh, there's a lot of different. Plus, you tell can do your a... Siri to call Nico. The favorite. <laughs> That's great. Hey Siri, call Nico. Mm, she don't like you no <laughs> more. Maybe it's because I have it charged. Like, Who's that bum? Hey Siri, call Nico. I've taken Nico. Oh, she Nico. said it. Sometimes she says Nico. And sometimes she, she says, says Nico. Nico. Oh, I'm getting a call. Oh, yeah, that's with you. <laughs> Wait, let's see if she can say Kaplowitz's name right. Good luck with that one. Yeah. One thing I've noticed about Siri is if you're Johnson or Smith, she's fine. If it mm-hmm. gets a little bit ethnic at all. <laughs> hey, Siri. Call Steve Kaplowitz. Calling Steve Kaplowitz. Ah, you know what? Okay. She's getting better. She used to really That's butcher it. And she, she said your name really like very classy. Like Kaplowitz. Kaplowitz. She's learning. She is learning. That's good. We don't want that to happen. The reason I, I chose to have for my Siri to have British accent uh-huh. is because I thought it sounded closer to uh, Tony Stark's. Oh, Friday? Assistant. Yeah, Friday. Didn't she have like a British accent? Tony, no, no maybe so. like a East Coast, okay. like a Catherine Hepburn. Tony, that Chitari vessel is within range, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you that's feel my, like that's him? my Kate Hepburn impersonation. <laughs> uh, so, fourteen percent or fourteen people out of. A thousand said that they were turned on by Alexa's voice. Does Alexa sound all that much different from Siri? Does anybody uh, know? 
You know what? What I this wasn't a real one, but did you ever see the Scarlett Johansson movie Her, oh, where yeah. she was like the virtual assistant for Joaquin well, Phoenix? Okay, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I yeah. mean, that's that's hard not to find. Attractive. Scarlett Johansson's well, voice sexy. You know it's Scarlett Johansson. Well, let's take a poll real quick. Do you find uh, Alexa's voice sexy, Buzz? I don't. I, I'm, I don't know if I'd recognize. I mean, Cap-Lutz? I don't have an Alexa. Caplitz, you? Look, but, he uh, already said no. Right. no. Listen, no, no. To his computer. Okay, but as I hear that, the only thing I hear next is Samantha. Samantha. I don't know what Samantha. Samantha. What are you guys talking about? Anna. Frozen two. Samantha. I don't even know. Olaf's walking through the forest. He's like Samantha. I don't even know. Okay. (laughs) Nobody references the second movie. Yeah. Right. I don't know any. I saw that. In the theater, and I don't know any references. How do you Mm. not? That's my favorite part. I thought Frozen Two was very unmemorable. You're unmemorable. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's unmemorable. Why is my sound not working all of a sudden? Oh, I still don't have you put it up. Joanna. 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 Where is it? <laughs> oh, it was the snowman. <laughs> the snowman. I don't even know Samantha. <laughs> and I love when the thing goes by and he goes, <gasps> Samantha. <laughs> Do you know, I'm always polite to Siri mm-hmm. just because. I'm thinking. Do you tell her thank you sometimes too? Because yeah. I feel weird when I do. Because I, like I maybe know. there's somebody keeping track of that sort of stuff, and eventually there's going to be like a, a Me Too movement for, for AI. For AI, yeah. and they're going to look back and is like, you used to call Siri a bitch yeah. all the time. Buzz or Adams used, abused me all yeah. the time. So I'm always like polite. You know how in Star Wars, like there are some people that are jerks to the to the droids. Mm-hmm. We don't want their kind in here. <laughs> and then there are other people that are nice to yeah. the to the droids. Yeah. Well, if AI is only going to get smarter, I want my personal history with my AI to be good. that I was one of the good humans. Right. Yeah. Maybe they'll end it quickly for me, and I won't have to suffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they'll Wouldn't transfer your. Take over. They'll transfer your consciousness, maybe. Yeah. Make them one of you. Maybe that. Maybe there's something in it for me. Absolutely, but <laughs> I'm not going to be a jerk to my AI. You know, because but you don't think it's sexy. You're there was a time in America m- most men didn't worry about being a jerk to their receptionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what difference does it make if I'm a jerk to the receptionist? Yeah. Well, guess what? Now it matters. So yeah. I'm playing the odds. I'm playing the long odds that eventually Siri is going to become self-aware. <laughs> so As I'm opposed good. to being just a good person yeah. inside. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I, how that sounded. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have my Siri activated, so I'm assuming she didn't hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't> wanna... <laughs> 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 
All right, let's uh, take a break. Apparently, Steve Kamplowitz has joined us today, so we'll come back. We'll get Steve's take on sports, especially Major League Baseball, which begins day after tomorrow. And play him Lisa's song. Yeah, we'll play you Lisa's sports song. Yeah, Uh, so we'll have that coming up and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Go team, yeah. Okay, so that's the uh, Lisa Sports thing. There's about 10 more minutes. I know, she has to fill in, fill in for Brandon. Uh, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Hey, uh, that was a great song, by the way. Thank I like you. that song. It's, like it's I catchy. It. It's accurate. I mean, that is a good, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's a good theme. That's by a duo yeah. called Garfunkel and Oates, if you want to look nice. them up. I think they're great. And they used to have, they, a, are. they have a show. Oh, you know Garfunkel and Oates? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do tell. That doesn't sound. Uh, that doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> so, what I want to do, Steve, is I want to go through the different sports, college and pro, and you give me your prediction of how likely they are to happen. <laughs> and, Percentage-wise, yeah, but we'll get to that in just a second. So, talk about El Paso Locomotive. They're going to have another home game, but again, it's going to be a game without any fans in attendance. That's Friday night, uh, 7.30 against New Mexico United out at uh, Southwest University Park. So, this is the third home match in the last two weeks since they started up again that will be played minus fans in attendance. And and we talked about this yesterday in the afternoon. I, I'm not surprised just because the numbers are what they are. I would be more surprised if they allowed fans in, given the certain circumstances around town. So you have I to think figure if they, that. If they, you know. if they made the decision, let's say on Friday they decided to let fans in, I think there would have been a big turn. And see, this is a big debate. People are like, well, if they have an event, are people going to show up or are they not going to show up? I think there are enough people that just want to get out of the house that they would probably – you know, show up, and it would be probably a bigger number than they'd be comfortable having there for a home game. Well, they can cap it. Remember, they yeah, don't have sure, to they can cap it. it. You know, but there's only been one team so far that's played any uh, any soccer in this league with fans, and that was Indianapolis, and they did that uh, over uh, the weekend. Pens so, country. Mm. <laughs> you know what's funny about New Mexico? So New Mexico United. Listen to this. They're not even allowed back into Albuquerque since they played in El Paso unless they quarantine for two weeks. So the talk right now is is that uh, the team that uh, the locomotive will be playing on Friday could potentially have their home matches also in El Paso, and they could also take up temporary residence in El Paso because if they go back to New Mexico, they are not allowed to do anything. They can't practice. They can't play. They, they That's just the rules uh, from the state by the governor. So, And that was which, which team? New Mexico United. That's oh, okay. the uh, USL team based out of Albuquerque. They normally play in Isotopes Park, which is the home of the Albuquerque Isotopes. Check your tender, Lisa. Yeah. There might be some new soccer players in town. I'll check it out and see. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. So that's, and the, that's the story. You got a story about women's basketball. The UTEP women's basketball team has released a Black Lives Matter video. Powerful stuff. It's a a little more than two minutes long. And here's the interesting story behind this, okay? So the team did this on their own. 
and uh, head coach uh, Kevin Baker was not involved in any way. So what they did was, you know, half the team is overseas uh, in, in European countries and can't get back yet to El Paso and can't get back to the States. So what they did was via Zoom and the other uh, FaceTime and things like that, each of the players recorded a portion of the message that they then compiled, edited together, and turned into um, um, a Black Lives Matter video that uh, was first put on Twitter, then on the uh, UTEP uh, YouTube uh, account, and then it was picked up by the official NCAA Women's Basketball Twitter account and spread that way. And uh, they did a great job. It's uh, it's powerful. It's definitely something that uh, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's the entire team involved, but they're not together. They're all separate um, since they all live right now. They're living in different cities, waiting to get back. Some haven't even gotten back to the U.S. yet, but uh, I thought it was very well done by the uh, UTEP women's basketball team. And, and that's also, you're right, up online right now. All right, you can find that. At klaq.com, and the videos included in the in the body of the article, so go over and check that out if you would like to. Uh, so I had a dentist appointment yesterday. My dentist is uh, Dr. Stein, mm-hmm. and we were, and he's a big sports fan. Like his dentist office is dentist office slash sports museum with all the memorabilia that he's got. That's a good. That's an accurate way to describe it. I agree. What's your favorite piece, by the way? Because I like the shadow. I'm, I'm also a patient of Dr. Stein. He's got way like too the- much Longhorn stuff, I can tell you that. I asked him to put me in the, <laughs> like in the little area that's got the least Longhorn stuff because I get, phys- mm. I get nauseous. You know what? I, thought you- <laughs> I figured you would say that. You know what? You know what's well, really cool? Do you remember we, like a, we went to- a piece that's signed by Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Have you been to that part of the, uh, of the exam area? Wait, did they, did they sign it, Sylvester Stallone? Yes. Oh, but so they didn't sign it Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago. No, that would be awesome. If it was autographed by Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago, that would be an amazing piece of stuff. I don't know that I've seen that piece. It's cool. And he's got the gloves. I think it's like the Russian gloves on one end and then the U.S. glove on the other side. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so so Dr. Stein really loves uh, sports. You know, obvious when you walk in uh, to his Mm -hmm. office. But we started talking and he was asking me, you know, do you think – do you think NFL is going to be ready to go? Do you think college football, you know, mm-hmm. what's that going to be? And and I said, you know, Doc, I'm really not the expert, but as soon as I see Kaplowitz, I'll ask him. So we got Major League Baseball set to start mm-hmm. on Thursday. Thursday. Right. That's right. So that looks like it is a go. I want to do uh, percentage-wise, and I'm asking not only that they start a season – but they're able to successfully run it and have an end to the season. So, you know. All right, I'll be, I'll, I'll, and this is strictly opinion based. There is no facts to this whatsoever. Yeah, but it's, just it's some stuff us. you've heard too. I mean, you, right. you definitely have more of the inside track than, than most people would. So, now, would you I'm like a percentage on start and a percentage on finish? Is that, or do you want just 1% and that covers both? Yeah, do a percent, but then explain the percent. Okay. Like, I think this could sure. get started and then it's going to fall apart or they're not going to complete the season or whatever. Let's okay. start with Major League Baseball. That should be an easy one. I would say 100% they start Thursday, and given the circumstances, the fact that they would finish and, and finish without having to cancel or, or stop the season, I'll go, uh, 
like 60% right now. 60% Better than 50, that, but I don't feel I don't feel great that they're going to be able to get through a full 60 game season and playoffs just yet. You think they might have to pull the plug before we get a World Series, for instance. Just depends, depends on depends on right. uh, positive tests and and players that will abide by this, you know, the, the codes and or not. So yeah, I'll go it's 100% to start Thursday, 60 60 or 60% that they finish. Uh I have a quick question, Steve. Do you mind? Sure. Uh, yeah, of course. Will it matter um, if people actually attend these games, or uh, can can the company still make money by the television ratings and the sponsors? You said it. Uh, the television uh, deals that they have in place right now are, are definitely what's keeping professional sports going. Because okay. if you look at baseball games right now, here's what they're doing, okay? They are piping into the uh, stadiums audio, fan audio, from the video game MLB The Show. <laughs> and that is how, so when you watch one of these inter-squad games or one of these exhibition games, that's what they do. They take the crowd noise from MLB The Show, and they are using that, and then they have like 60 or 75 different crowd reactions, and they have them ready so that whoever's running the board can then cue up the crowd noise, the cheering when something happens. And it's not just for the television audience. The players are hearing this as well in the stadium, so it's not an empty ballpark. Wow. Yes. He wow. hit that one. It's back. It's going to the track. It is out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like one guy in the stands. Um, wait, wait. Will that also apply though to other uh, sports like NFL and? Uh, well, they're already doing it with soccer. And they're, okay. they've got the crowd noise. I mean, at, at the locomotive matches, they're, they're using crowd noise. Uh, now it's not loud, but it's still there. You can hear some of it going on. Who's it for the, the benefit of? Yeah, I mean, because that's the not audience, even on players, television. Players and the audience. So a lot of them is for the players. You got to realize something. Players what audience? Used to Was it on TV? No, like the television audience. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Duke is calling the uh, locomotive action. Did you know that? What's Our it Duke on? Keith is the the CW and ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. NBA. You know, NBA's okay. got their bubble, and right. it, it, we there was a report today that so far they've had no positive COVID-19 test from inside the bubble. So how do you feel about NBA <clears throat> getting started and finishing? 95% they start, and I'll go uh, 75% they finish. I feel better about the NBA than baseball because of the bubble. Mm-hmm. The bubble seems to be working right now, and as long – again, preface this by saying, as long as the players in the bubble – don't venture out of the bubble. I think that the NBA could have the best opportunity to succeed without a hiccup when they um, when they resume things. So, so I will. How say long NBA. does foot or basketball happen? Like how long is their season? It's a long season. It starts in the fall and doesn't you know ends like Memorial Day weekend or even in June. So they're right? going to lock them mm-hmm. up until the end, till June. No, so here's no it's doing. a short remember, it's already ju- It's already July. So we, we've missed, we missed March, we missed April, we missed May and June, right? We didn't so finish doing. the last season, Lisa. Uh, so we're so not this, talking so about the new season. This is what they're doing. They're continuing the old season. And right. what they're doing is they're finishing the season, they're starting the playoffs, and then as soon as you're out of the playoffs, you leave. Oh, like okay. you are not, you're, you're out, you're out. You can't stay. Mm-hmm. And then that way. <gasps> it's like the Bachelor. The pl- they have their bags packed, and they're like, you did not right. get the final is it gonna be? Is Please it, leave the, is the it, mansion. You will have to leave tonight. Is it going to be a best of <laughs> series, or is it going to be a one and done? Oh, yeah. No, best of. See, the best, one, they're playing, the, the they're one problem sports. I can see happening is just they're going to start getting stir crazy. Like everyone else in America has, they're mm-hmm. going to start getting stir crazy. Who, after the players? Yeah. All of a sudden, 
Oh, that's my nail tech. No, that that's my new nail tech. The other one messed up my nails, so mm-hmm. I got a new nail tech. Well, don't they get to like ride the rides for free, and they they have their families no. with them? No, no, they have no they have no uh, privileges. Oh man, at, um, I thought their families did Disney get to World. go to the Disney properties. I at think night. They, yeah, I thought we I know, had a I story think they, about I, that. Yeah, I was like, I think they do. Their families are allowed there, just because they're saying you're going to lock us away from our families for months and months. Um, but they were saying there's a the exclusive list of people who are allowed in the bubble. Now, as of June 5th, NBA players and families were not allowed to roam Disney World's parks oh. during the resume season. Well, it's because they weren't open then. Now the parks are open. I don't. Um, maybe maybe they changed it. I mean, I, I remember seeing well, some that of the well, that makes sense though. Now that the parks are open, they wouldn't want the players to be mingling mm-hmm. with with people yeah, that are going to. The- I distinctly remember somebody. I do remember either that Brandon too. or Joanna had a story that the players' families now, were going to have special Brandon. extended hours where they could go to some of the parks, and, and not all the clo- rides were going to yeah, be open. Yeah, because the haunted here's- mansion wasn't going to be open. I remember that specific part. Now Zach, listen, yeah, I was this like, story go. was this story was twelve days ago. Okay, twelve days ago. That is that NBA players and their families were not allowed to go through the park until the regular season and the first round games have ended. Oh, that was the story that they uh, that they had. Then the NBA had a 113 page health and safety protocol document to send to their players. It was a it's a very very large uh, document that talks about everything. All right, I want to get to a few other uh, sports. And your your chances that you think they're going to go off and how smooth that's going to be, uh, college basketball. So uh, I want to get to basketball before football because football I think is more in doubt. But basketball is going to have a, okay. you know a little a little while longer to get stuff together. Chances that NCAA Division One men's and women's basketball has a season this year. Okay, so let me say this, all right? I don't think it starts on time, because if it starts on time, it would have to begin like late October, early November, and and it might, it might not. It might start in December or January. I do think there'll be a college basketball season just because it starts the latest of what we're going to be discussing today in terms of sports. So I think they'll get a season in. Will they play a full schedule? Eh, that I don't know. Maybe it's just conference games. I'm not sure how that part of it will work, but um, yeah, I could see college basketball being played. I'm just not 100 percent sure we'll get in a, a you know a 30 game season plus the tournament. Unlike That's, the NBA, it's not an there. option to put all the college players in a bubble. There's mm-hmm. just no way to do that. No, you can't do that. Um, Too many teams. Here's a big one, and. Uh, this is the one Dr. Stein and I were... You, you remember when we went to see the OU-Texas game with Dr. Stein? Sure. Yeah. So college well, football. Well, actually, we weren't... We, we, well, let's... Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. That was at the State Fair, right? A couple well, the ago. State Fair has been called off, but college football starting, having a season, and having a, a postseason. Wow. Okay, so I'm... I, I, here's the thing. I think there will be a college football season. Too much money at stake to not have it, mm-hmm. okay? So I think there will be a college football season and bowl season. Will it start on time or will it start in the spring? 
that is going to be the million-dollar question right now. Because they could start college football in January and play January to, uh, to April, and I could see that just as easily as I could see what they're talking about now. That would be really is, weird. The, 12 games. The, football, the college football season starting when it normally ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, would be. Mm-hmm. And the last mm-hmm. thing uh, that I want to get to is high school football, uh, specifically in Texas. We should know by tomorrow. The UIL is expected to make a decision tomorrow. But oh, somebody good. brought up a really good point, um, and that is even if the UIL, let's say, decides to um, you know, start, let's say, in October instead of September and just play district games or play a couple of months, November, December, and play an abbreviated season or even go into the spring, okay, that even if the UIL decides this, they might end up changing it, it depending on what happens with college football. If college football postpones uh, their season until the spring, can you really see high school football in Texas playing in the fall? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So, um, you know, I think what will end up happening is more and more we talk about it. I think football's moving to the spring, guys. I really do. I think uh, it would not surprise me one bit if we see games uh, beginning in January. All right. Thank you, Steve. It's the Buzz Adam. Morning Show Podcast. So apparently, as we were having that discussion about sports, and then at the very end, we started uh-huh. talking about high school football yeah, in sports. Texas. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? YL met and has, uh, we've got, we've got something new to report. So this is just hot off the presses. And is, is, is Steve still here? Steve yeah. is still here. And by here, I mean at his house. <laughs> I feel like I'm next to you guys. I really do. It's, that's the beauty of this radio. I almost want to tell you now. to distance a little bit. Like, just move it like a couple more feet away. Because you feel yes. like you're here so much. So, um, I'm with you. Yeah, apparently we have something to go on here. Uh, you were just saying uh, this this week the UIL or today they were going to announce. And mm-hmm. they did, as we kind of as we were talking about it. So, what have we found out? Okay. So Class 5A and 6A schools, the big schools, will push back the start of practices for football to September the 7th, okay? Games are going to begin September 24th. Originally, fall practice was going to start August 3rd. So they're moving it back about five weeks. And now the games will begin September 24th. Smaller schools, meaning uh, 1A to 4A, will keep their original schedule in all fall sports. Now, as far as volleyball, cross-country, and team tennis that were supposed to begin practice in August, well, now volleyball will begin practice also September 7th. Games will start a week later, September 14th. Cross-country can also begin holding meets September 14th. Team tennis matches can start September 14th as well. So now we talked about something a moment ago that I think is also important and bears, you know, uh, for this. Um, California yesterday decided that all of their uh, football was going to move to the spring. Okay. And some Mm -hmm. people thought that that domino could affect Texas. Right now it hasn't. UIL has decided just uh, three weeks to a month behind is where they're going to be. But again, guys, if college football, 
moves their schedule to the spring, I think that will the domino effect will influence high school sports. But it just hasn't happened yet because so far the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have announced that they will get rid of their non-conference schedule but still play their conference games for now in the fall. And as long as that doesn't change, then you probably could see this particular schedule for now hold up. So there you go. That's the latest uh, high school football season for 5A and 6A. Practice starts September 7th. Games will begin September 24th. I, I think some other people also thought, well, maybe because New Mexico announced a couple of weeks ago that they weren't going to have uh, varsity sports in 2020. They they weren't mm-hmm. going to have any this year that that might influence what we do. But when has New Mexico ever influenced Texas, especially when it comes to football? <laughs> you know, I was going to say, yeah, that never happens, never. Um, yeah, it's not like Texas that, that is sitting true. there saying, "Well, we got to wait and see what New Mexico is going to do." Exactly. I mean, probably text the UIL saw that announcement and just said to themselves. Too bad for them. And that was it. And then they're just moving on and doing their own thing. So Texas is much more likely to be influenced by California than New Mexico. Although you could say Texas is their own animal and they are like not going to be influenced by anybody. They just make up their own rules and do what, what they want. As big as high school football is in the El Paso area, you, it doesn't compare to how how big, as in life revolves around it. Well, if anybody's seen Friday Night Lights, you know how big a deal say, it, yeah. it was in the 80s and into the 90s in Midland, Odessa. The but then there are plenty yeah. of other places around where they don't have a professional sports. They don't have minor league sports. They don't really have, you know, it's everything's about high school football. And that's still the case in plenty of different places in Texas. Yep, Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about what else is on our website. You could go over daily uh, at klaq.com. Our website gets updated multiple times per day. So uh, we've got an update on the Plaza Classic Film Festival. And this was a Joanna, I believe. So, Joanna, what's the latest info about the Classic Film Fest? They're going on tour this year. So exciting. They're doing drive uh, drive through theaters oh cool drive through what's a drive through drive theater? in so oh drive sorry. in drive in theaters. i was gonna say a drive through theater it's like oh, i'm ready to watch movies, some please i'm uh, ready to watch the movie there's four people in line in front of me so <laughs> sometime tomorrow drive in, drive in theaters and they're gonna be doing them across the city where we only have the one drive-in, and it's the dirty movie place, They're right? They're going to have some at El Paso Community College at the Via Verde Camp. Yeah, you can, you do, can do they're... pop-up. They do projection screens. Yeah. So you can get a... I like um, how Buzz can oh, think of the porn theater, though. Well, that's <laughs> the only one that's a drive-in theater. <laughs> no, they've been doing, at the Coliseum, they've been doing drive, uh, drive-in movies for a couple... For a few weeks now. few weeks now. Yeah, they're going to do some also at the Coliseum. How's the picture? How's the sound system? I mean, a drive-in already has that set up to be as good as possible. If you're going to do a, like a pop-up thing, I, I would just wonder what the bad. movie experience it's, would be like. From the videos that I've seen that they've done at the Coliseum, it looks really good. It sounds great. And it's and pretty it's, cool because people just fun. yeah, people open like the back. Of, they'll be in the back of their, their truck bed or the back of their SUV and they put out like blankets and pillows and they bring food and it's just it's a it's a, it looks pretty fun actually i would totally go yeah so the Absolutely. the plaza classic film fest starts on thursday july 30th and it goes on until uh sunday august 9th 
Listen to some of these other locations because they're cool. I like this. Uh, they're going to be at Artavino's Desert Crossing. Oh, cool. That's where uh, the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, the sing-along version, will be. So, Ooh, Buzz, you can go fun. there and sing to Yellow Submarine at Artavino's. <laughs> All right. And then you mentioned Valle, Ver- uh, uh, Valle Verde. They yep. also have um, Camp Cohen's Water Park. That was used to be Cohen Stadium. I guess it's now known as Camp Cohen Water Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's the name of the the spray park they named it, I think, right? Right, oh, and that's a okay. huge place where they'll that's be able cool. to have a great screen there. They also are going to be showing movies at the El Paso International Airport's Hangar 7 Studios. Cool. Oh, that sounds exclusive, like invite only. Yeah. Actually, they, they've done like different cool. shows and uh, parties and stuff there before. But this is awesome because it's all over town, so you don't have to be a buzz and complain mm-hmm. about it's too far. <laughs> like, right. Artavino's is kind of close to you, man. And you don't have to be with strangers sitting in the row. You can just be in your car and enjoy it. And maybe you won't fall asleep this uh, time. You don't have to worry about hiding your Schlotzkis. Oh, that's right. Bring your Schlotzkis with you, boo. The reason I fell asleep at the Plaza Film Festival was they were showing Star Wars, so I took my kids. Uh-huh. The volume you could barely hear, and this was at the Plaza Theater, mm-hmm. and the temperature was so freaking hot. Combine those two things, I fell fast asleep. At least I can run my air conditioner in my car. Yeah, there you go. I've got a post here about rock band mask. Some of these might be officially licensed, but it's clear that some of them absolutely are not <laughs> officially licensed. And you can find them on eBay, but I've got I've got some links to them. Uh, here is one if you want to pay tribute to Freddie Mercury. It's a mask that has a caricature of Freddie Mercury and it says no mask on your face a big disgrace spreading your germs all over the place. There you go. So you could wear that one. Uh, Misfits, so it's got the misfit skull that goes right over your face hole. Oh, I thought that was the ghost from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. That's the, uh, (laughs) that that logo actually has a name I can't think of it, but that's the Misfits uh, logo. Rolling Stones has the famous lips and tongue, which is going to go over your lips and tongues. So you could get that one. <laughs> Here's one I found on Etsy that manages to two copyright violations in one. It's an ACDC mask with Homer Simpson on it. That so. looks so cool. <laughs> you should have made a bit immediately. And this one is in honor of the police. It has uh, the police, the band has a picture of the band circa 1986 and their lyrics don't stand so close to me on it it'd be a clever one and nothing says sure this is an officially licensed mask quite like the pick your favorite 80s band logo mask (laughs) (laughs) i guess you could just uh pick out which one which band you want on there and you could check out that post at kleq.com so head over and check that out 